Every expert that has been on the podcast lately has been talking about the essential role gut health plays in our overall health. When the gut is healthy, so are we. When it's not, well, that's usually one of the root causes of our symptoms. It's not only a potential root cause, but healing the gut is always a step in the healing process when you decide to go the holistic route. Today, I want to give you something tangible, something usable, five foods or nutrients that have been shown to help restore a healthy gut, which is also an intestinal lining or referred to as the microbiome. And I am excited to share this with you. Welcome to the Therapeutic Food Solutions Podcast. I'm your host, Mary Mitchell. I'm an integrative nutrition health coach, therapeutic diet expert, and founder of The Road to Living Whole. There are many different diets out there. It's hard to know which one is right for you with your chronic illness and autoimmune disease. In this podcast, I'm going to share with you the foundational pieces every single therapeutic diet out there shares, and also how to use the best one for your particular diagnosis. If you've been looking for a meal planning partner, help navigating the complicated healthcare system, and want to feel better quickly, I'm your girl. Grab your kombucha and notebook. Let's dive in. Before I dive into the five healing foods, I want to talk about what the gut is. Our gut is our stomach to our colon, more specifically, though, referred to as our intestines, small and large. Here we have a diverse microbiome, which is the bacteria that live in our gut, and they can either help or hurt our overall health. It is either the foundation of health or the root of all disease. Once the gut is healed, the body can heal. It is essential that we heal the intestinal lining and restore a healthy microbiome. 70 to 80% of our immune system is in our gut. This is because from our mouth all the way to our colon is technically outside of the body. It's weird because it's literally inside of our body but it's still technically considered everything in between is considered outside of the body. And this is because only certain things are allowed to come into our body and into our system. When the intestines are healthy and have a balanced microbiome, and again, this is a bacteria balance, our bodies are able to absorb nutrients from the foods and supplements we consume, produce neurotransmitters, produce vitamin B12, and prevent microorganisms, including harmful bacteria, viruses, and pathogens from entering the body through the bloodstream and causing illness. When we have things like undiagnosed food allergies or sensitivities, or we're under chronic stress, we're taking daily medications, including birth control, maybe we're eating a diet that's highly processed and it's low in high quality foods like fruits and vegetables and proteins and healthy fats, or we're consuming foods that are covered in herbicides and pesticides, especially glyphosate, and we're eating a lot of gluten-containing foods, leaky gut often will develop. What that means when we have leaky gut is the stuff that should be kept outside are able to come inside. And our immune system goes, hey, that's a foreign invader, and goes on the attack mode. So it's attacking these food particles and bacteria and pathogens and all these things that don't belong there and inflammation occurs. If you think about it, 
Inflammation plays a vital role, right? Like we injure ourselves and it gets swollen and a bunch of fluid goes to the area and it gets red and warm. Well, that's happening to our intestinal lining. And when this goes on for a very long period of time, autoimmune disease can be triggered, inflammation, you know, inflammatory-based diseases such as fibromyalgia and stuff are triggered and our body starts crying out for help. And that cry for help is our symptoms, right? So our gut, our intestinal lining, our microbiome are our first line of defense. It is essential that we heal this so that we can heal the rest of our body. Now, what are some symptoms that we potentially have a leaky gut? Gas and bloating, constipation and or diarrhea, lots of cramping after meals, food sensitivities, like a growing list, like you're, the foods that you can eat, it goes shorter and shorter and shorter, okay? Joint pain, migraines and headaches, seasonal allergies that maybe aren't so seasonal anymore, but you just have allergies all the time, asthma, brain fog, poor memory, depression, anxiety, difficulty losing weight, difficulty gaining weight, metabolic disorder, which is uh, elevated blood sugar, cholesterol, blood pressure, autoimmune disease, one or more, chronic fatigue, fibromyalgia, PCOS, hormone imbalances, the list goes on. And if you're struggling with these, I highly recommend focusing on what you need to do to heal your gut. Okay, well, where do we begin if we want to do that? So step one is we need to avoid the foods that we know trigger inflammation in the gut. So this includes gluten, foods that are heavily sprayed with glyphosate, things like oats, the dirty dozen are a few examples, man-made artificial sweeteners, seed oils, and highly processed foods. We need to make sure we are eating a diet that is rich in minimally processed foods, fruits, vegetables, proteins, healthy fats, you know, um, organic grains that are hopefully ancient grains that haven't been heavily um, hybridized or, um, you know, or inorganic so they're not sprayed with a bunch of like really awful crap. And then we want to add in and really make sure that we are consuming these five foods. These foods are the top five healing foods to help restore a healthy gut. Okay, so any gut healing protocol, they're going to talk about these. Number one is bone broth. Bone broth is amazing. It is a nutrient-dense food that gently helps heal the damaged cell walls in your intestinal lining. It contains something called collagen. Collagen is basically the glue that holds your body together. By consuming collagen, the body is able to use that collagen to repair and heal the intestinal lining. Bone broth also contains amino acids glutamine and arginine, which have been identified as key amino acids for preventing inflammation in the gut wall while also inhibiting oxidative stress. That oxidative stress that is associated with the um, opening of those tight junctions in the wall of the intestines. Now, a quick note on that is your intestines are kind of like cheesecloth. And if you think about cheesecloth, I don't know if you've ever used it, but it's really thin and it's like super tight knit. But if you, and it's supposed to keep everything in while all the liquid goes out, like when you're making cheese or, you know, you want to uh, maybe make a cauliflower pizza crust and you want to get rid of the water, things like that. That's what it's for. And when, um, but if there's holes in it, then food and stuff is able to get through. So it's not sealed. Okay. So 
so the um, bone broth helps those holes kind of get closed up so that you're not having that anymore. So it's super cool. Also, a fun side note is bone broth also contains calcium, magnesium, phosphorus, silicon, sulfur, and all these other minerals that we, our bodies need. We need for our teeth. We need for our bone health. We need for all kinds of functions in the body. So it truly is a superfood. Now, when you are in the healing journey, we typically recommend three cups per day. You can do this in the form of bone broth. That typically homemade is best because you can control the bones that are used, the water that is used, you, the vegetables that are used, the seasonings. But there are a couple of brands out there that you're going to have to do your research or hire me to tell you what brands they are. But there are brands out there that I trust that I keep on hand, you know, when I don't have time to make bone broth or maybe I run out and someone gets sick or something like that. So, you know, you can do, so again, we, you can actually drink broth, okay, or you can take it in the form of collagen peptides. Now, if your gut is highly inflamed, bone broth is the most gentle form. Collagen peptides are a little bit rougher to digest, but they're both options because some people don't like bone broth or maybe you don't have access to it or you just kind of need stuff on hand. So I, you know, both are an option. Okay, number two, fermented foods. Here's the thing about the healthy bacteria in our guts. And this is known as probiotics or beneficial bacteria. We have to continuously add more in. Up until modern history, we lived very close to the earth. So our food was constantly giving us probiotics and food for them. Our guts didn't have to hold on to this bacteria. Now they do stay there. They do multiply. But if you're not consuming them and you're not feeding them, they're going to get depleted. And then the bad bacteria, the the, uh, pathogenic bacteria is going to take over. Now we always have a balance in our guts of beneficial and pathogenic because even the pathogenic can be beneficial if it's kept in check. But when it gets out of control, that's when we have problems, right? So, you know, we are now living, especially in first world countries, pretty far from the earth. You know, we're not gardening. We're not picking food on our way, you know, on our walk and eating it. We're not like picking stuff up, you know, pulling carrots, brushing them off, maybe a little rinse and eating them, you know. So we have to find other ways to get probiotics. And one of the best ways, I think, is through fermented foods. Fermented foods contain organic acids that help balance the intestinal pH, which is super important. And then it also provides us with probiotics to support a diverse microbiome. Now, the fermented foods enhance the diversity while also inhibiting inflammation with that balanced pH. And having a diverse and well-populated microbiome means that we have a, our first line of defense from pathogens is there while also being able to break down and absorb nutrients, creating neurotransmitters and all this stuff that our gut is. So we're still learning about. It's actually, there's science coming out, especially from Dr. Terry Walls, that is just incredible. These studies that they're doing about bacteria and probiotics and the role they play in the remission of like MS and things. It's incredible. And food has that for us. If we're willing to try it, 
and learn to eat it and find the ways to eat it that we like. So a few of these options are things like kombucha, which is a fermented tea, fermented sauerkraut. A lot of the stuff on the grocery shelves is not fermented, okay? This has to be fermented sauerkraut, kimchi, kefir, uh, fermented pickles, plain yogurt, whether it's cow's milk, coconut milk, whatever, are all great fermented foods to consume. Now, you can ferment pretty much anything. I've fermented carrots. I've fermented broccoli and cauliflower, green beans, garlic, onions. Like, you can ferment almost anything. And everything has different stuff that they give us. It also enhances the vitamin C and all these other, like, nutrients that we wouldn't necessarily have access to. So it's really, actually, it's really, really cool. Um, I used to teach classes on how to ferment foods and, you know, all the stuff that they did. uh, I'm actually kind of excited. I'm getting back into teaching workshops like this again. And it's just, it's just really cool. Uh, I could talk about food all day. All right, back to the topic at hand. I recommend enjoying at least one fermented food per day. And hopefully you have a variety on hand. So one cool thing is like sauerkraut, which I love making my own homemade sauerkraut because I um, have the cabbage. I also add cucumbers and garlic and then all the spices and it kind of tastes like pickles, which I love pickles, right? But like just a tablespoon is like a trillion probiotics. You can't buy that on the shelf. And even the most expensive is only a few billion So, you know, probiotics and and stuff like that are really, really great. And there's some great stuff on the market. And there's like prebiotics, uh, you know, stuff that's on the market to help feed it. But nothing can replace real food. All right, number three, you got to eat your healthy fats. Consuming healthy fats, and this is is like coconut products, uh, extra virgin olive oil, ghee, grass-fed butter, Uh, fats from healthy animals, lard, tallow, things like that, all serve as prebiotics. So this is the food for our probiotics. And by feeding them, they multiply, which is what we want, right? And also, they're really easy to digest. And so one specifically that's really highly touted is coconut products, right? Especially uh, virgin coconut oil because it it has medium chain fatty acids and they're just easier to digest for the body. And that being easier to, to digest, especially when you have leaky gut, really helps because again, we're not absorbing our food, right? So, you know, You will see people talking about the health benefits of coconut and coconut oil for, you know, the body and leaky gut and stuff. And that's why. Now, I do have a list of healthy foods and how to incorporate healthy fats into your life. It's my free guide and it will be linked in the show notes. Number four, seeds. The bacteria in our gut need food. Along with healthy fats, fiber is essential. One great source of fiber is seeds, specifically chia, flax, and hemp seeds. These are particularly great sources of soluble fiber which help support the growth of the beneficial bacteria. 
Now, this is important. And I think the reason these are consumed, because even though there's like some people can't handle seeds because of the inflammation, but most people can. And one of the reasons why we would want to include them is because we should be getting at the very minimum 25 grams of fiber per day. The average American gets less than 15. And I think that's even generous. I've seen studies that say as low as eight grams per day. When you're not used to eating a lot of fiber, adding in a tablespoon or two of seeds per day can be extremely beneficial without, you know, trying to OD it on raw vegetables and stuff and getting really gassy and uncomfortable. So adding the seeds are a gentle way to add in more fiber, which is, you know, food for our bacteria, but also fiber helps get things moving and if we and we need to be having bowel movements one to three times per day because you know it, that's how toxins get out and pathogens get out and old dead cells get out and we don't want them getting reabsorbed so it's really multifaceted and how they help with keeping or helping to restore a healthy gut and number five omega-3 rich foods we all know omega-3 fatty acids are anti-inflammatory the benefit extends or maybe even starts in the gut. Studies have shown that those who suffer with inf inflammatory bowel disease, IBD, when they take therapeutic doses of omega-3, specifically fish oil, inflammation in the intestines is reduced. Pretty darn cool. The omega-3s also help promote cell cellular cleanup and protect the intestinal lining by reducing and inhibiting inflammation. Obviously, you want to get as much as you can from food. Like, yes, there are supplements. Supplements are great, especially if you don't like fish, okay? But wild-caught fish, any of them, it does not have to be salmon, okay? If you don't like salmon, it's okay. You can eat any food from the ocean, and you're going to get omega-3s, okay? Fermented cod liver oil, which is actually probably my favorite way to get therapeutic doses and because it has all kinds of other nutrients that help support the immune system as well. And then pastured animal products, including eggs, beef, lamb, butter, milk, things like that. And those are the five foods, nutrients, that help restore a healthy gut. Now, the health coach in me needs to point out that these are in addition to a healthy diet. You can't eat a bunch of crap and hope that some bone broth, yogurt, and omega-3 supplement will do some magic, okay? That's not how this works. If you're sitting there and you're like, okay, like, this is me. I know I need to heal my gut. Marion, how do I do this? You know, I would love to be a resource for you. First step would be downloading my guide. Like, that's step one. If you start doing that, it's going to make things a lot easier, but then I would love to walk alongside you through my therapeutic food framework, which is my coaching program, and provide you with what this actually looks like in the real world. What does eating minimally processed food look like? How do I make it taste good and how do I make it easy? I help with all of this with meal plans and then you get coaching sessions where you know, we're going to talk about your life and what you have going on and what you like to eat and what you don't and how to make changing the way that you eat work for your life because you change the way that you eat that's changing the way you grocery shop that's changing the way you 
plan on going grocery shopping. That's changing the way you cook. That's changing the way that you eat out. Like it's a lot of changes and it's a lot of work. And if I can make that easier for you, I would love to do that. And then answer all your questions and like, how do I do this? And I have this coming up and, you know, what are what can I do with dining out to make sure I'm not like completely setting my my health journey backwards? That's what I do and I love to do it. And then, of course, there's the Facebook community, which is completely free. In there, I share recipes. I give impromptu and scheduled workshops that are usually more cooking and food related. I invite you into the kitchen with me while I'm cooking. And, you know, it's just a great bunch of people in there, too. The links for all of this is in the show notes. And I would love to just connect with you and help you in any way that I can. Quick review before I let you go. Addressing the gut is almost always step one when we are suffering from chronic illness and want to regain our health. We need to minimize or at best completely avoid and remove the foods that are damaging to our intestinal lining and replace them with those foods that are anti-inflammatory and nourishing. And then on top of that, we want to add in extra bone broth, fermented foods, healthy fats, seeds, and omega-3 fatty acids. These foods give our gut the specific nutrients it needs to heal and be restored. And that is our goal. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. If you found this episode helpful, would you do me a favor and help others find it by leaving a review, sharing a screenshot on social media, or sharing the link with a friend? By you sharing what you've learned, others are able to find this podcast and join our community. Be sure to check out my website, www.roadtolivingwhole.com for over 160 delicious recipes, a variety of meal plans, and a blog packed full of even more healthy living tips. If you'd like to learn more about how to work with me as your coach, you can schedule a free consult through www.roadtolivingwhole.com backslash health dash coaching backslash. Until next time, friend. Bye.